we are here doing the week 10 waiver wire rankings where's my music we are doing a live premiere live premiere style and and we got this we got to ask ourselves this question every time we do the waiver wire ranking show which player is going to give me the now which player is the win a league stash which player gives me maybe both and, and there is there's one guy I want to throw out first because he's probably not available and and especially if he blows up tonight he may not blow up tonight maybe he's not even on people's radars after tonight what if he does blow up tonight and I think he will he's pretty likely to blow up tonight this guy Isaiah likely needs to be the number one pickup of, of, of the week probably depending on what you need if you need an RB we'll talk about Jeff Wilson but this guy right here is he's got league winning potential now Andrews is banged up he's got the shoulder issue they said it wasn't a big deal coming out of week number nine well apparently or week number eight and apparently it was a big deal because he didn't play he's not playing in week number nine which the last game the Monday night game is still to play um so we need to put him on the top of the list at least he's going to be tied with Jeff Wilson because this guy's got league winning potential now if you need an RB even if likely's available you need to go Jeff Wilson you need, a, you need a tight end, you need to go likely. It kind of depends on your position of need and your, your your team's need. But this guy, Jeff Wilson, looked really good in week number nine. I mean, he looked really good. Like, like I, I was a little skeptical of, of how much work he'd get in the first game, but he got like half the work, and he looked phenomenal doing it. He, he looked hungry, he looked aggressive, he looked very much involved. Now, we did know that Miami Mike, Mike McDaniel, the coach of the Miami Dolphins, who came over from San Francisco, who was one of, if not the main architect, of the Debo Samuel wideback role and a lot of the offense and scheming that, that, that took place in San Francisco in, in, in last, last season and prior seasons. This guy comes over Miami Mike and installs a very similar attack, aggressive attack over in Miami. It's been, it's been doing wonders. Miami Mike's doing amazing. Everybody loves him. He's aggressive. He, his offense is, is potent. He turned Tua into a top, what, five to seven quarterback? I mean, Tua's doing that every single week. Tua's a top seven quarterback. So Je- Jeff Wilson stepping over to play with his, his former coach, okay? Jeff Wilson coming over, getting, getting a plane, a private jet sent to him to pick him up and pick up Chubb and then together come over. Uh, on one plane, and, and, and just the way that McDaniel takes care of his players, he's a he's a he's a players coach. They love him. They love this guy. Everybody loves this guy. The media loves him. We love him. And you know Jeff Wilson's gonna feel right at home because this is his former coach, an offense he knows. He steps right in and delivers and looks phenomenal. Now his numbers. Let me pull up his exact numbers. His numbers were uh, skewed in a way because he only played half the time. But Jeff Wilson scored a touchdown on a nice little scamper, I might add, that looked really phenomenal. And uh, it had some of his old uh, former teammates uh, pretty excited when, when, he, when he did that. Nine carries. Let me, let me take a screenshot of his workload. This is pretty impressive. This is ultra impressive. Now, that touchdown was a receiving touchdown, I might add. Uh, let, me, let me throw this graphic on screen. Uh, let's, hopefully this comes out. Uh, clear, or at least I'll explain the columns. But, but we had nine carries, fifty-one yards, five point seven a carry, no rushing touchdowns, three targets, three receptions, twenty-one yards, and a receiving TD, seven yards a catch. 
that's a pretty good run uh, in week number one. Nine car- nine carries is actually really, really nice. That's more carries than he had in San Francisco in week eight, in week seven, in week six. And of course, he had 17 carries in week five and, you know, he was getting used. But, I mean, he comes right over and gets nine carries. He comes right over, catches a touchdown. He's involved in the, the passing game plan. And, and McDaniel throwing to deep, you know, having Debo design runs for Debo, using Debo as a wide back over in San Francisco. You know he's going to utilize this guy's skill set. And I admit, I, I didn't see him doing this in, in game one. So the fact that he did it in game one makes me think that go forward. This guy could be a gem. This guy could be a league winner. I, I would go I, I would go as far as to say, you know what? Even if Likely's available... I'm talking myself into it. Jeff Wilson needs to be the top pickup of the week. Even if Likely was available. Even if Likely does really good tonight. I think because you've got Andrews for sure coming back. To what capacity we don't know. But that leaves you saying to yourself. Okay well Likely is going to face competition. Maybe they use Likely as the wide receiver three. I think that's going to be the thing we need to look at tonight. Is when we see Likely being used. Do we feel like it will translate no matter what happens to Andrews going forward. I think it probably will. I think they'll use Likely as a wide receiver threat, double tight ends, keep him on the field all the time. He will be a, a potential uh, nice tight end play go forward no matter what happens to Andrews. I do believe Likely's got that capability. But Wilson, I mean, confidence level of 9, 9.5 out of 10 of being the best pickup of the year. Such a turn of events, right? You got CMC traded over to the, to the squad. To, to San Francisco, Jeff Wilson's value plummeting and, and getting dropped everywhere, and rightly so, because Jeff Wilson's now the the third running back, Mitchell, soon to be, and that this happened today, vaulted uh, up from the injured reserve, and so it was like you knew that Wilson's value was, he was on borrowed time, there was some speculation about him being available via trade, of course it's Miami Mike that, that is the one that inquires, he's got Mostert over there, he brings over every single uh, niner he can uh, but Jeff Wilson appears to be and, and Mostert already lost half of his, his workload which is weird because Mostert was looking efficient walking into this game so that's why it seemed like this wouldn't be the way that it played out in game one because of Mostert's you know success I would say right here 9 out of 10 9.5 out of 10 of being the best pickup of the year because he got dropped across the board and, and, and before the trade happened, he uh, some people left him out there on waivers. He's available in like 50% of leagues. So in in, in baller leagues and leagues full of sharks, I'm going to hear it right now. Smitty, Smitty, in my league, there's nobody on this list available. I mean, I'm a total shark. I'm a total baller. And these people that play in these leagues couldn't uh, hold my water cup, Smitty. And I just am offended right now that you think these guys are available in a league that I play in. That's what I hear a lot. And you know what? Whatever. Whatever, Bob. 50% of leagues, these guys are available. Okay? I'm not going for a, I'm not going for a player that's available in 5% of leagues. Okay? This is 50%. Like, cut me some slack. This is the way waiver wire videos work. Waiver wire rankings. Of course, I'll take a stab at some deeper guys. But Jeff Wilson is a, a, a fantastic pickup and uh, and plug right into your running back two if you're hurting at running back two and he's an amazing flex and he's got tons of upside go forward so number one waiver pickup of the year and a nine and a half out of ten of being the, the top pickup of the year 
likely will put at nine on the confidence scale. Uh, so we'll put him right there. Let's see. Who else will we put next? I mean, this is where it comes down to like, I don't really, I don't know that I'm ranking anybody remaining on this list based on now. I think everybody here, I'm looking at the future. I'm looking at Rashad White being the next guy on the list, probably actually maybe even tied or ahead of likely now that I'm rolling through it. I'm doing this live. We're doing it live. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of uh, massage the rankings a little bit. Okay. So bear with me. I'm a human being and I'm doing it live. Uh, I, it's a live premiere, but I'm recording this live one, one cut Willie. This is no, there's no cuts and no editing in this video. This is a one cut Willie. And right now on this one cut Willie video, I've got Rashad White potentially ranking it at the, the second spot. I love both these guys, but here's the thing. Lenny doesn't look good. Lenny doesn't look good. We knew this was going to happen. People defending Lenny to the end, he doesn't look good. Now, maybe he turns it around. He could. I'm not saying, you know, he's droppable. I'm not saying that you shouldn't, you know, that you should sell him dirt cheap or anything. But I really think that Tampa needs some kind of change. And, and they may turn to the RB to try and facilitate some momentum. And I think Rashad White's got the receiving skill set, the running skill set, the hands, the excitement, the fresh legs. They may they may start turning toward him more and more and more. And if Lenny gets injured, which is highly likely given how how old he is and the fact that he's you know he's got a lot of mileage and he's always injured, he never plays full seasons. Rashad White season might eventually hit us. Maybe it hits us later than we would like. Week twelve, week thirteen. This is a a, a long play on the year long play on the year if if you pick up white and he doesn't start or he gets four carries next you know next contest you can't complain and drop him and and be one of those complaining Caleb's you got to understand you got to be a a, a stashing Steven you know you got to be stealth like you got to be like okay this guy's sitting on my on my in my lineup when push comes to shove in week 12 when the when the Tampa Bay Bucks decide to make that turn and, and and coming out of week twelve, and they're like, we gotta we gotta do something, and it's late, it's late in the year, and they say to themselves, let's go ahead and put Rashad White in, let's do it, let's 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 initiate Project Rashad White, boom, boom, we're panicking on Lenny, alert, alert, initiate Panic mode, initiated, initiate Rashad White uh, season, you know, they start saying that. But by, by the way, by the way, if you didn't know. I'm sorry I didn't press this button earlier, but if you didn't know, the Jeff Wilson project that I just described requires a full load drop. So I gave you a confidence scale of, of 9.5 out of 10 that he's the best pickup of the year. But if you're sitting on $100 of your $100 and you've been waiting like a, a shark to pounce on, on the top pickup, guess what? Full load drop time. Initiate full load drop. Initiate full load drop on Jeff Wilson um, and, and Rashad White uh, I, ju- I just think that that he could win you a league he's still got even though Jeff Wilson's in the driver's seat now Rashad White even in his reserve role not really flex worthy kind of but he disappoints you as a flex sometimes at 9.5 out of 10 he's got the same win a league potential on the confidence scale as Jeff Wilson he's really that good and and the fact that people are so impatient. I'm going to cut him. I'm going to cut Smitty. Smitty. This is 
predicting the future coming out of week number 10. It's Smitty. I just don't feel the momentum. There's no buzz. There's no buzz whatsoever about Rashad White. I'm. It's time. It's time, Smitty, to cut him. What do I do, Smitty? What do I do? Uh, once we, whoa, once we start hearing, uh, people, and let me pull up some news. I'm just going to check something on Rashad White real quick. Just check, check a little bit of news. Like, they have a, a week 11 bye, by the way. So, it's possible they come out of that week 11 bye in week 12 and shove him right into the, the, not, maybe not, maybe he doesn't get starter, you know, by name type of, uh, label. But maybe he's getting starter carries. Maybe he's getting starter receptions. Maybe he's getting starter everything. Um, eight carries for 27 yards in week nine. Not, not great. 3.4 4 a pop. But he had 4.8 a carry the week prior. 4.0 the, the week prior to that. Uh, his 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 receiving involvement's not too shabby considering he's a backup. Three targets in back-to-back weeks coming out of weeks eight and nine. Uh, Seattle Seahawks is, is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer opponent in week number 10. Then they got the bye week. So, as we were saying, uh, complaining Caleb, petrified Peter. Smitty, it's week number uh, 11 by, by week, and uh, we had, we had uh, no, nothing happen in week 10 with Rashad White. Do I cut him? Well, you can cut him, petrified Peter, or, or uh, Ian, or uh, uh, inaccurate Ian, <laughs> or whatever, you, whatever your name is. You do what you want. I, I'm holding Rashad, and I'm, I'm happy to do so. So he, he's definitely uh, definitely probably third on my list of, of being the best pickup of the year. Now, this Jalen Warren character might take over the starting job in Pittsburgh. Najee looks awful. There's rumblings and buzz about them wanting to mix things up at the running back position. They're not happy with it. So he needs to be grabbed, stashed, maybe even played as a flex option depending on bye weeks and injuries. Taysom Hill, we'll, we'll know a little more about uh, tonight whether he's ranking higher than this or not. You know, Taysom Hill after tonight's game could be up here, but you know he's on my list every single week. People give up on him. It's crazy. It's madness. Garrett Wilson looking phenomenal if you need a wide receiver. And I've told you this over and over and over, and the same thing goes for Chris Olave. You've been warned about Chris Olave. You've been warned right now, here and now, about Chris Olave walking into week number 10. Okay. You've been warned. Chris Olave is going to pick up the slack. He's going to look absolutely amazing down the stretch. He's going to potentially play as a wide receiver one, a low-end wide receiver one. Get ready for it. Uh, The Saints have the bye in week 14, right? So, yeah, he's going to have an an extra breather to kind of get right because he's a rookie and, and get a third wind. He's about to get into second wind mode. And, and the thing that's important for people to understand with these rookie wide receivers, the same goes for Garrett Wilson. This is why Garrett Wilson vanished. And I tell people this all the time, and they don't listen to me. Wide receivers, rookie wide receivers, the elite ones, so all wide receivers that are rookies, all rookies, period, hit a rookie wall. And what does that mean? I keep hearing that, Smitty. What's a rookie wall? These, these players, rookies, coming out of college are used to a short college season. So the NFL, even though they may have not played the, the exact number of games yet that they played in college, even in like week eight, week nine, it's such a, a higher level of football, uh, more taxing on the mind. 
lifting weights, getting more exhausted throughout the season, it adds up to a rookie's first go. You know, like anything that you haven't done for a while. If you were trying to hold this, uh, you're trying to hold this water bottle, which doesn't weigh but a, a, a couple pounds, okay, or a pound or whatever. It's not hard to hold this water bottle out in front of me. I could do this for for a long time, but as, as about. 10 minutes goes by this thing that was so easy to hold right now starts getting heavier and heavier and heavier my first go at that's going to be a pretty weak amount of time that i'm able to hold this water bottle out. How, how long could i do it an hour or two before my arm just felt like it was going to fall off it, it, even though it's light as can be these guys come out and and it's it's a cakewalk at first right but it all adds up they slow down around week eight nine week seven week eight week nine week ten and they hit the rookie wall some rookies take longer to break through some of them don't break through at all they never rebound but the good ones the greats think about jamar chase last year his rookie wall was pretty big pretty thick it took him a while to get through people gave up on him what did i say go get him go pick him up go or go trade for him he's gonna win you a league no smitty it's been a long time he's jamar chase hasn't done anything trade for him trade for him buy low Jamar Chase took a while. He struggled week after week after people gave up on him. They traded him low. Okay, rookie, he's not going to do it anymore. Dude won people league single-handedly. Okay? So, why? He got through the rookie wall. Alave's going to bust through the rookie wall here. This week, next week, whatever. And become a low-end wide receiver one going forward. I know this turned into an Alave show. I'm sorry. But Chris Alave is a phenomenal go-get right now. One of the best buy lows in fantasy football. Don't buy him at a wide receiver one or you're not paying attention. I'm telling you to go steal him away. And Garrett Wilson is going to pick up the slack too. He already has. Garrett Wilson and Alave have probably broken through the rookie wall. And in the case of Alave, he's got week 10, 11, 12, 13... Then he has a bye week in week number 14, gets another rest and ability to kind of get healthy and then come out and fire off in weeks 15, 16, and 17. So his bye week's perfectly placed for him. And and my point is rookie wide receivers need that rookie wall time frame. Uh, so cut him some slack and he he's ready to rumble. Um, I'm going to put Deshaun Watson here because he's coming, he's getting closer and closer to coming back. Uh, 11 game suspension. He's going to come back and face his old team. Uh, and, uh, and if you need a quarterback, you need to grab him now because people are going to start getting cute and trying to, to pick him up in, in a little bit. Uh, let's see here. Pacheco, I know people are disappointed in Pacheco. He's still capable of, in this offense, in this Kansas City offense, being really, really good. You know, I, Palmer, Palmer shouldn't be available, and Palmer should be a little higher. If Palmer uh, is available, let me let me see if I can raise him up a little bit. We probably put him like around, I'd say like around here if if available. Let me see if I can move him up up the ranks here. Yeah, probably around this range if we, he was available. Um, he's just the number one wide receiver and target for Herbert. Go forward until until Allen's able to come back until Mike Williams comes back. So he's definitely not available in a ton of leagues. But I wanted to mention him, Wandell. Uh, Robinson is a great pickup. Zay Jones is still pretty decent. I'll put him down here. Tyler Algiers getting work, even though Cordero Patterson, also known as Cordaly on the show. Cordaly's been going off. And he looks phenomenal. Like, uh, he looks great. Marshall's been doing some good work and consistent the last two weeks, so he's a good grab. Uh, Kenny Gainwell, if Miles Sanders suffers injury, I really like Kenny Gainwell. 
uh, the 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 Dolchinator is somebody that should be grabbed. Um, Dolchich is a, a pretty decent tight end, like starter right now. Like I don't know that I would be, you know, benching a, a top three or four option for him, but he's like top six to ten go forward. Uh, Kyron Williams could take over that backfield in in LA. We'll see. Hasty is a, a, a must cuff for ETN owners. Um, we'll put him here when when he's healthy and on the field. He's he's definitely capable. If, if for any reason, knock on wood, we don't want anything after the ETN. But uh, Peoples Jones is a great pickup. Eli Mitchell coming off IR, an interesting hold. Miko Hardman's been playing very consistent. We'll put him over here somewhere. Uh, Miko Hardman, Kadarius Tony. They're going to use him more and more and more. We'll put him kind of in the same area here. And Cole Komet, if you need a tight end, right around there. These are it's like a grab bag here. It's all very very close here. And I want to again stress that Pacheco is very very it's very very doable to cut them and monitor them. But I just want people to understand that it, it still could happen. His rise still could happen. They're not using him. It's not really his fault. But will they use him? I don't know. I don't. I, it doesn't look like they want to use him properly right now. But if he, if they do turn to him, if like Ch went down, then they they you'd hear buzz and he'd be scooped up left and right. So I just want to continue to put him on the list. But I understand if you can't hold him. This is it. It's it's Jeff Wilson, Rashad White. Likely if, if he's there, he's probably not. He's probably the one player that's not available in fifty percent of leagues. But because he's still available in like thirty or forty, I wanted to bring him up. Uh, Jalen Warren, Josh Palmer, also actually probably not available in in fifty percent. Probably a little like like forty percent, somewhere around that range. Taysom Hill getting cut left and right all the time because people just they, they don't he doesn't score four TDs they get mad they don't understand that every tight end not named Kelsey or Andrews when he's healthy could have a two or a three point game and then a 15 point game a two or a four point game and for some reason Taysom Hill's held to a different standard I love him this is your waiver wire uh, uh, list for the week appreciate you all subscribe if you're new get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com year round bull predictions rankings trade calculator my one-on-one text line which i moved to whatsapp and it's so much more efficient fun and and exciting over there on whatsapp let me tell you that but the text line get your one-on-one text advice from your boy smitty go to thefantasyfootballshow.com and again underdog fantasy they will match up to 100 dollars in your first deposit go to underdog fantasy the link is in the description i should be able to drop it in the live premiere chat as well uh, make sure you get on over to Underdog Fantasy and start playing DFS. Do the under the over-unders. Draft a, a week 10-only fantasy football lineup. Use the knowledge you know now to dominate this week. And don't let a, a crumbling season full of injuries get you down and, uh, and not playing or watching football. You can, you can play Underdog Fantasy every week fresh in your mind and take uh, take your, your knowledge into battle on a weekly basis instead of the season basis if, if injuries did, did take you out. Now get to your waiver wire. Go dominate. I'll see you at 7 p.m. Eastern. Thank you all for, for being here. Appreciate you. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out.